0: Hi, this is Monique.
1: And this is Sydney.
0: And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends, how many of us have them? Mother and daughters, is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's
1: no good unless it's open. (laughs) That's what's up.
0: Hey, everyone. Hey, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of Monique and Sydney's open relationship i am monique and i'm sydney and today daddy what we talking about come on tell them you always tell them tell them okay listen so today the topic is are you a spiritual terrorist I'm, i'm gonna say it again i'm gonna say it again are you a spiritual terrorist and someone just said what is a spiritual terrorist daddy tell them what a spiritual terrorist is Someone who terrorizes the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give it to him again. Someone
1: who terrorizes the spirit. Now tell them what they terrorize the spirit with.
0: They terrorize that spirit with all the shit that they believe, and they get upset when you simply don't believe how they believe. And instead of people being okay with saying, you just believe what you believe and I believe what I believe, people will condemn you to hell. People will condemn you out of life. People will have so much shit to say because you simply don't believe how they believe. And if that person is you, then you are a spiritual terrorist.
1: And there it is. Not to mention just individuals. while well, are you walking around positive in your spirit? And they walking around negative in theirs, and they shoot down your spirit. Say it again. They shoot down. They throw bombs <laughs> like Vietnam in your
0: spirit and blows you up. Now, people always say, and people want to know, people, how do we come up with these topics? Like, did we just pull them out the air, or what took place to say we had to have this conversation? And what took place was, Sydney and I went on a show called The Preachers, and we were discussing our open marriage. And I have to say, kudos to Brother Jamal Bryant because he said what was real, and he is. People call him Pastor Jamal Bryant, but he's Brother Jamal Bryant to us, and. He said I was in an open marriage too. My ex-wife just didn't know about it. Huh? And people lost their mind. How could he how could he say that? How could he make a joke about that? And the comments that we were getting from people that put pastor in front of their name was um I want to I want to use a good word, daddy. Interesting. It was interesting. And it was fucked up. That's, oh, that's a good that, word. It okay. was fucked up at the shit people were saying with pastor in front of their name. Now, see, I said to myself today when I woke up this morning, I said, when we do this show today, I'm going to try not to say what people consider to be cuss words. All the while, when you're talking about pastors and Jesus and right, all but, those and things.
1: Technically, technically, fucked up is two words.
0: It is that. Are we going to give is. it? Yes, it fuck, is you know. fucked up. Did you just We
1: wouldn't be correct about it, because you only going to slight them like you've and giving them one word. That would be fucked. Then you slid it up, okay? You finished the phrase, okay? Well, if I say
0: fucked and you say up, I'm still just using one word. But we didn't say that. That was fucked up. Uh, See, there you go. Okay, one word. the phrase that
1: pays, fucked up. Because <laughs> you'll it.
0: find that what, what, what I find really interesting is... So many people that want to stand up and be a warrior for Christ, they want to be a warrior like they have on their their armor and their swords, and they want to stand, and y'all want to fight for Christ. And I'm saying, bitch, Christ don't need you. Christ, tell me the time he called your ass up and said, what I'm going to need you to do go is on put Go over on, there. Go on, tell him. Go on there, 3126 Lafayette Avenue. Come on. There's
1: Trey and there's Tommy. I'm going to need you all to go over there, get them Tommy the dude, okay? Not Tommy the gal. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy the dude. dude come okay? on. <laughs> Not Tommy the gal. I'm going to need you to go over there and bop him upside the head, then come
0: back tell me how it went. And that's a crock of shit. That's a crock of shit, and it's getting so to the point, my sweet babies, that—and again, I had to say to myself, and Daddy, please stop me, because I don't want to start judging myself. I don't want to start being judgmental about how people are dealing with other people that don't believe what they believe. Okay. Say that again. I don't want to be judgmental against people— that simply have a problem with people that don't believe what they believe. Say it one more time. I don't wanna be judgmental. Oh. Against bitches. Okay, okay? because then you got to plug it in against bitches. Well,
1: when you say bitches, what does that exactly mean? I just wanted clarity for my own
0: understanding. You, bitches as in women or people as in bitches? It's just people. Oh, okay. It's people. But preferably a couple of these women. A couple <laughs> of these women. Y'all,
1: don't you isolate. do. Don't isolate. Don't. No, baby. Everybody's inclusive under the umbrella of. Everybody. Not allowing folks to be who they are. So you go ahead. I'm going to include
0: all the bitches. Okay. Okay. I don't want to be judgmental towards the people that are judgmental towards people that simply don't believe like they believe. And that shit. When I see people fighting so hard for it, and they they telling us because when we said we were in an open marriage, and this was the very first show we did, this is the very first show we did, when we said it, we put it out there, we dealt with it, well, when we did the preachers, preachers, it resurfaced again. And I just want to read, y'all, what this person wrote on Instagram, who is a co- pastor. Her name is co-pastor Janu, and I want to spell it for y'all. If y'all might notice, pastor, it's pastor J-A-N-E-A-U. Okay. Because I don't know how to pronounce it right. Now I want to read what she wrote. This is after Sydney and I's appearance on the show called The Preachers. And this is why we're doing this show right now. Are you a spiritual terrorist? If the preachers can sit here and engage in this conversation without giving them the truth of God's word for the sake of ratings on a daytime talk show, they are not using this platform in the manner that will bring light to darkness. They will have people given, they will have to give an account for leading people into confusion and sin. God is not pleased, and the devil is rejoicing and getting the glory out of this. This is the most ignorant thing I have ever seen. A woman has to be mental to want to have an open marriage. Monique and her husband clearly do not know the Word of God or clearly have total disregard for it and for pastors Jamal Bryant and John Gray to not tell them what the Bible says explicitly about the holy state of marriage. This is awful. And a shame before God. An open marriage is what the Bible calls fornication and adultery, and it's sin. Don't let these preachers, Monique and Sid, lead you to sin and hell's gate. Hashtag stupidity. Hashtag the preachers. Then disappointed, period. And it, for
1: those who can't see us, we're prepping on that. Come on. We're going to prep on <laughs> Give that. Give it to him. Papa, so it, uh, the, the bump, bump. Yeah. okay (laughs) we was throwing a prep up from old school because when you hear that i think people instinctively would feel that we would have the need to lash out and what we like to do is love out by saying to that individual we completely understand your passion completely understand your passion however as we shared when you are so passionate about what you believe in as you're calling others out for their sins, you do realize that the judgment that you are imposing on them based upon what the Bible says, because if you went to the Bible, it says something along the lines of thou shalt not judge. I think that's what it says. Something along the lines, let he without sin cast the first stone. Is that what it say, Lee? Okay, so when you hear that, You say, now, how do we use these verses to persecute others but not use them to perhaps lift ourselves up? Come on. With the same commentary that's utilized in that. With the understanding that what may work for you may not work for everyone else. And when we're comfortable as human beings to say, we are all not made the same. You have people out there that are incredible at mathematics. You have people out there that are incredible at reading. You have people out there that are incredible at history, engineering. It's kind of like when you look at the ecosystem of animals and somehow, miraculously, they are all there complementing one another. And when you destroy or break that link in the food chain, it creates a problem. So, Everyone has a different spirit and energy, and it's useful because I would never climb up high on a building to erect a building. If they needed to rely on the people like me in the world, we would still be in straw huts because I'm not getting up on shit with no ladder, okay? I just want to say that. So that being the case, as you might be serving Christ, come on, that's not what I'm saying I'm serving. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying I'm serving is The universe at large, the energy in which we were created with, because in my humble opinion, before there was anyone to construe what God was, there was energy to create the gods, in my humble opinion. However, if you don't believe, if you don't believe, that's okay, because the energy that created me is the energy that allows me to say I accept you for whatever you accept and can love you despite the fact that you may not love what I'm saying, but that's not going to stop you or I from being decent human beings. I was watching because you have to ask yourself, and we're going to have future commentary from a wonderful filmmaker by the name of Jeremiah Kamara eventually come on the show. But when we start looking as we become these warriors for Christ, this is not to say don't be spiritually on your own, that warrior where you're walking in the spirit of them. But when you impose it on others and you say to yourself, listen, was this a religion that was unique in unto us prior to us being enslaved on the North, northern uh, 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 in North America in the Western Hemisphere? Was that something that was unique to us? Or were we praying to sky gods? Come on. On our knees. Now, someone would say, Oh, that's ridiculous. That is silly. But what silly is someone could say, if you read your history, there were whipping posts in which they put us on and said, I love you, were forced to say, I love you, Jesus, and they beat the fear of God into individuals. In order to believe in God. And the irony of it is when we read the Bible, and I'm not telling anyone to say that this is wrong. What I'm saying is because we use faith in the word to describe it, which means to a degree believing in the unseen, but you believe it's something higher. That's a wonderful thing. But because no one has definitively said this is what it is and this is what you believe, let others
0: believe what they want to believe. We're talking about it today, We're y'all. We're talking about it. Are you a spiritual terrorist? Are you that person that feels like the moment someone does not believe how you believe, you have to condemn them. They are now damned to hell. They are now the worst person that ever walks the face of this earth. And as I was say, because I, I was going back and forth with this pastor, with Pastor Janu, and all I kept saying to her was love. All I kept saying to her was love. How do you fight it? With love. And I just want to read to you guys how she was coming back and forth. And this is someone that says, I represent the love of God. Here's another thing that she put What was the point of booking them as guests on the show called The Preachers with Preachers if they're not going to deal with it from both angles? It was a one sided conversation. Pastor Jamal Bryant's response and lack of a response from Pastor John Gray. They're supposed to be God's mouthpiece and representing the kingdom of God. For Pastor Brian to make a joke of his discretion is appalling. I was disturbed by that. She put S-M-H. That means shaking, oh. shaking my head. Okay, well, dang okay. I thought yeah. it meant... Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> I don't expect unbelievers to respond according to the word, but I expect believers and preachers too. It's a sad day when prominent preachers compromise on national TV.
1: And again... We say we can appreciate her opinion because without these opinions, it wouldn't spark the conversations that we're having. So unbeknownst to her, our belief is this is a blessing in disguise because we're here to talk about the taboo. We're here to say the stuff that people are afraid to say, to discuss the things so that we can be freed from the shackles that we impose upon ourselves Mm -hmm. because when you, again- we live in a world in which they took the words of Paul and said to serve your master and paralleled it with the white master. And they created a Jesus, which I dare not say that you should not support if that's what you feel. But they created a white Jesus that despite the fact the readings in the Bible says his skin was as burnt brass and hair was like wool. And the guy that you typically see looks nothing like that. Ironically, even in the white church, if you were to see this depiction of Jesus, Jesus, if he came back, they would call him a hippie. What would they call him? They would call him a hippie, and, a long-haired hippie. Mm. So they're praying to individual to an individual that they would ridicule had they just seen him walking down the street in the pair of Levi's and say, you really need to get a haircut, okay? With some flip-flops. With some flip-flops on. Come so. on. Again, we got to look at what we've learned, what we're teaching. And again, I dare not say this is what you should not do. I just say what you may want to consider not doing is telling other people that this is what they should do and be emphatic and say that they're going to hell because they don't believe in the book that you read to the degree that you believe.
0: And you know what, Daddy, too, it it is important for me because even once— I kept getting these um, messages from this pastor. And I said, these are things that we must read to, that we must read to read over the show because this is why so many people turn away from church. This is why so many people are imprisoned inside of themselves. This is why... And I can't say so many. The ones I've met, whenever I've met a preacher's kid, they either say one or two things. Either they lost their mind when they got outside their parents' home because they had to live a life of pretend. Or when they did get away, they totally disassociated themselves with their family altogether because they said this was a lie. And I had to grow up in something that I knew wasn't true and didn't have a choice because I was a child. And this is coming from a pastor, my babies, that says she's been doing this for over 20, I'm sorry, for over 27 years. But I want to just keep reading you what this sister was writing. And again, this is a representation of what she calls God. Here's what else she writes. She sounds foolish. Sorry to say, but it's the truth. She looked foolish, too. Who does that? They may have messed up with this one. The real church and most intelligent, respectful black women don't go for that. That's one audience they might lose. I was mad at them and the devil. He stole that segment for sure. And again, and again, typically
1: when we say that is the devil, in my humble opinion, if you watch us closely, we don't take responsibility For what we need to do for ourselves, we say we're going to put it in the hands of Jesus.
0: Come on now.
1: And then when we do wrong, we're going to blame it on the devil. God damn it. When the good is done, I never saw Jesus show up. And when the bad was done, I never saw the devil show up. Who was there? It was people that looked like you and I. Mm. So what happens is when you get to speaking in reference to God and that higher being and people say, I had my own relationship with God. I got my own relationship with That's God, so you say. can't tell me about God because I can tell you, and what I know right now is you going to hell. Come on. I'm like, wait, wait a minute now, ma'am. Now, <laughs> you just said you got your own relationship with God. What is it that I've done that made you think that I was part of your relationship so the same ruler that you're measuring your life by, you're somehow measuring my life by? Because what I believe in humbly is that there's a level of flexibility that is had with this thing that you call God or this energy that we, again, impose on ourselves because who is restricting you from doing what it is that you want to do? Hmm. But you are more restrictive than that higher being that you believe to be itself. And what ends up happening is people are not trying to... People use the words, the, the fear of God. But what happens is because god never physically shows up to invoke this fear upon you because god is looking at them like how these children of mine if it exists in the manner in which you say going to judge you when i created them and why would i create you if i would have a problem with you you got to deal with you and since i'm in everyone based upon what people say that read the bible god is in everyone that's what they say god live if god is in you Perhaps we should stop giving our problems to God and start giving them to ourselves because God is in us, and as opposed to going outward, maybe we should look inward and solve the problems ourselves because with all the prayers, with all the things that have transpired, that has not created action and a freedom within our own community.
0: And look, I wish they could have saw how you said
1: community because you put— Without, in, within our community, and by community, I don't just mean within the realms of the black community. See, the ridiculousness is is that as we stand here today and people will ridicule you about you not believing, there are people that are sitting right by you as they have the Holy Ghost. Because what's interesting, that Brother Jeremiah said to me, he said, Do you ever notice that nobody ever has the Holy Ghost when they're driving? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Did you ever notice that nobody ever has the Holy Ghost while the dentist is working on their mouth? Come on, they don't jump on them. They may look like they had the Holy Ghost, but the dentist hit a nerve and he said, it ain't pain, that's just pressure. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Do you ever notice that people ain't just cooking dinner and just hit the Holy Ghost? <laughs> Ironically, when they get the Holy Ghost... It's the same time every Sunday when they get to hitting the tambourine, when they get to playing the guitar, and people will tell you God don't like ugly. He don't. If he don't, then stop acting ugly by telling everybody what they need to do and do what you need to do for you and let people live as you want to be let alone to live and if you vibe with their energy then vibe with it. If you don't vibe with it then separate from it. But if you if we as individuals start allowing individuals to live as they want to as long as they're not looking to hurt Destroy, do something. If they want to love another man and they a man, let them love them. Let if they want to dress like a woman and they a man, let them do it. Let if em. they a woman want to love another woman and another man with another woman and a man and an Afghan, we're going to have to ask them, what you doing with that dog? What you doing with, what that, you doing that, with that dog? Now, you might want to stop that. But if it's a man <laughs> loving a man and whoever else, why are you worried about why? it? Why? Because as people say... I wouldn't do what they're doing, then don't do it.
0: Then don't do it. We're talking about it, y'all. Are you a spiritual terrorist? Are you that person... That because someone doesn't believe what you believe, you then condemn them to hell. You then use words to say to them that you would say, "Oh, I'm preaching the love of God." But someone would say, "How are you preaching the love of God when you use words like this?" And this is still coming from this pastor, Pastor Janu. This is the conversation, this is the dialogue that this woman is having with me as she's trying to preach to me about the Word of God. She then says, "Look at their expressions on here. They look fake. And did you hear how he opened up talking about it? I feel sorry for her. Now, you've called me mental. You've said we look fake. You said what kind of woman would do this. You said we were stupid. You said we were foolish. But you're all putting it off on the Word of God. And
1: ironically, the thing about it is when you're speaking in reference to Jesus, the very story that you're using Whenever you read about that individual, it sounds more like he was for the underdog Mm. than he was for the people who seemed to be the dominant group. He was for the outcast, the social, the physical, the intellectual lepers of the group because he's saying, listen, y'all are the realist. Apparently, Come on. Because the individuals that made them the angriest were the ones that were trying to cheat, trying to conduct business. And when you say to yourself at the end of the day, with all the prayers that have gone up, with all the tithing that has taken place, why are there so many poor people that look like us?
0: Say that again, Daddy.
1: Why are there so many poor people that look like us who... When you see the young men who get shot up, who get killed, their mamas was praying that their children didn't get killed in the streets. Their mamas were praying that their children didn't go to jail. Their mamas, it was all, with all the brothers you see and sisters you see who were in prison, I guarantee you their mamas was believers. See,
0: I, I think to... That once we understand where it really came from, and we're not taking out the time, my loves, to know our history. We're not taking out the time to to say, let's really understand where this came from. And when you do, when you go, when you just do your history and you Google and you go to the whipping pole, Google it for yourself. Look it up for yourself. And you see that black men, black women, black children were whipped and beat, and they were made to say, Lord, have mercy on my soul. So that way, we then took that back to our families, and we said to them, this is what you must say. This is what you must do. And then you figure after 400 years of that, that's been so embedded in us. That's all most of us know to say. And when anyone says anything that does not go... It does not go towards that. You look at them and say, oh, we must ostracize you because you don't love God and you don't love Jesus. And then you say to them, well, tell me who it is.
1: And that's only genetic recall. Mm. We completely understand why people would say that. Because, again, if it takes 30 days to form a habit, how long would it take to break a habit that's been embedded in you for 400 years? If you serve the individuals that look like the individuals you were enslaved to, but the individual that happens to enslave you looks identical to the God that they have you serving. Do you think it would be that much more easy for you to serve that those, these individuals that you construe to be your master or they're your master, especially when they will beat you within an inch of your life and sometimes taking your life? And then what transpired, if you look at your history books, That the pastors were held in high favor by the master because the pastor allowed the master to be in control because he kept the flock in order for the master. So when you see these things and we fast forward them into today, again, I say these things not to tell anyone who is a believer not to believe, but because of history, concrete history, if you look at it, if you read it, it's the thing that makes you say, let's be less imposing with the religion that we're giving to others because it's a religion that was given to us because that's not what we came over here under the impression that we needed to do. Again, I think I may have said it in last week's a podcast, look at Roots, pivotal scene that can easily go by between John Amos and Lou Gossett, where John Amos was on his knees.
0: But John Amos was the character of Kunta
1: Kente, Kente, to be specific. And Louis Gossett was Fiddler. Break it down. Come
0: on, then.
1: So Kunta Kente is being told by Fiddler, get your ass up, off your knees. You can't let the master see you doing that, nigga. No, way. You can't let him see you praying like that. Why? Because he wanted you to pray to Jesus. So at the end of the day, again, we understand why people believe what they believe. They're not believing, just like people on homosexuals to inconvenience you. People on Christians to inconvenience you. They're Christians because they think this is the best way to be, and if that's the best way for you to be, ain't nothing wrong with that. People are of the Islamic faith because they believe that is the best way to be, and if you believe that's the best way for you to be, ain't nothing wrong with that, in our humble opinion, Come or any other religion that believes in allowing people that believes in love, that believes in treating people in the way in which you want to be treated. And where we are coming from, where you're able to easily deny others their rights, we are unable to do that. And we're saying, as opposed to just accepting specific ones, we can accept you all for being who you are. Just because you are, and if you weren't supposed to be, the universe wouldn't have put you here at this particular time and place. So as I want to be able to walk and get along with others, I would assume that would be the case for others, no matter of what religion, what color, what part of the world in which they came from. And if we start doing that, something that simple, watch how things start to change. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Having the conversations that most people are afraid to have out loud.
0: This is Open Relationship with Monique and Sydney Hicks. I want to read you guys this the, the dialogue that this pastor and I were having because it got really interesting. Because when you start calling people out, it got. I just want to read it because it tried to get flipped. So my response to Pastor Janu was, My sweet sister, how would you bring someone to the love of God when you speak so harsh? I know you have an amazing relationship with your husband. Speak of your goodness with your husband, and let's see the sisters you will uplift. I understand why folks turn away from the church. Then in all caps, I put, start loving sisters, even when, we, even when you don't agree. It's okay to be good to one another. Let's try it. Then I put, LOL, behave yourself, sis. And this is what Pastor Janu comes back with. I'm sorry, the truth of God's word is coming across harsh. Now I want to stop right there for a second before I go any further. I don't know that God uses words like mental. I don't know that God uses words like Foolish. I don't know if God uses words like stupidity. I don't know if God uses words like fake, but she's saying I'm using God's words. Now let's continue with, the, with her writing. I am mad at the devil, how he used this platform called the preachers to promote a concept that is clearly contrary to the word of God. As preachers, they did not give you and said the word. To be honest, you and Sid were more compelling and convincing. If someone was confused or considering an open marriage, if they didn't know any better, you all may have converted them to try it. Now, I think what she was saying subliminally, God damn it, I want to do it. Okay, but let me go on. The preachers left you all or the viewers nothing to think about at least based on the word of God. And to your point, the reason why people turn away from the church is because they desire and lust after the world and sin, the lust of their flesh, and choose not to live according to the word of God. Sorry if it comes across as if I'm not sharing this in love, but it is because I love that, because I, love that I share it. I really do love you, Monique, and anyone else who does will tell you the truth. Now I want to stop right there before I need to go any further. To say you really do love me, but you're saying I'm mental, you're saying I'm foolish, you're saying I'm stupid, you're saying we're fake are those words that you use in love. But when you call somebody out on their bullshit, now I want to try to clean it up because if you were coming at me from love in the beginning, none of those words would have ever been used. And what happened, sister, had I matched your energy? What happens had I come back and said, you're stupid and you're dumb because you believe what you believe. What happens if we match each other's energy and you're the person that you say, I have to be held up higher because I really have a relationship with God. And I can say the words I choose to say and not have to be accountable for him. And more than that. More than that. Come on. What
1: if someone in your church who is on the fence about your God is literally watching how you respond to someone about your God and they're looking at it objectively from a standpoint of how do you bring someone in? Is it through ridicule or is it through trying to encourage them in a way that they can respect And when you speak in a way in which you know it all and you are condemning others, you're not a warrior for God. It's as if you're the worst thing possible to put forth God's message, the one that you believe in, because we live in a world, it's an orange alert, it's a yellow alert, someone bombed today, someone did this. We are so fear oriented. That I can't believe a higher being, God, has the mindset of the mafia or the mindset of a hitman that says, i rather rule by fear than love. How can that be if this world was made in love and now I want you to fear me in order to love me? Mm. And if... You want to be in the good graces with me. You need to invoke this fear in others so they can love me. Somehow it doesn't work hand in hand because the wonderful thing is, whether it's the higher being that you speak of or the birth of us all, in my humble opinion, which is this energy, it allows us to, in our own way, be gods. Because if that God is in us, aren't we somewhat like gods when we procreate? And when we look at our children, do we want to rule our children with fear? Or do we want our children to do the right thing because it's the right thing? Just because it's the right thing and with the right thing comes the love that you have for yourself. As opposed to you're doing this because you're afraid of what daddy's going to do.
0: Come on now.
1: You're afraid of what mommy's going to do to you. That's the reason why you did the wrong, the the, the right thing. It's like that's when you put your arm around your child and you start teaching them about in the long run. And in the long run, we as individuals, as human beings, when we stop being divisive, and be comfortable enough not trying to be better than Jan or Jace or Ron or Mace. I was going to say, what the fuck is Jace? (laughs) Jace, first of all, Jace, don't get it twisted. Jace was the twin of the one Twin. It was Jan
0: and Jace. Okay. Okay. uh, Don't get it twisted up here. Okay, activate. Activate. Form of Come on. whipping these warriors' ass. <laughs> That's what we're a form of. That's what we got to be a form of, Daddy.
1: And in the shape of love. It, okay. Okay. B- okay. Bring so, me back. So at the end of the day, can't be mad at you because it's been beaten to you. Mm. It's been genetically re engineered generation through generation through generation, numerous generations before it got to you. We are not as far out of slavery. As slavery existed. Come on. So it's only logical that things that enslaved us then enslave us now. It's logical. But now we have to be even more logical to formulate a plan and start saying, listen, we can sit up there and we can be angry about what the police does to us. About what the police does and how they choke out young men and so forth and so on. However, when we start focusing in on our community and see what it is that we're doing to one another, there's a stronger amount of validity that we've been getting to have because when we're protectors of one another, protectors of one another, not ridiculers of one another. That's easy. The bass somebody. But when we're protectors of one another and we're looking in on our neighbors' children. And our neighbors are looking in on our children, like it kind of used to be back in the day, where somebody see you doing something wrong, they like, I'ma tell your mama. Hmm. And what you did, if you was smart, you went home and told your mama before they could tell <laughs> right. your mama.
0: Because if Miss Brenda told her, the shit, she was gonna add some different shit to it. She gonna add some you're different. Like, you know, now you gonna be like, she
1: lied. But what did parents do? Who did they believe? They believe Miss Brenda. They believe the adults. So at the end of the day, when we get back to protecting our neighborhood, protecting our neighborhoods, then we'll be better off as well as focusing in on not just Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives Matter, too. They matter, too, because reality is there's no one that exists that their life doesn't matter for if it didn't matter the universe wouldn't have uh, allowed time for them to exist, in my humble opinion.
0: And here, here is where I think, too, that it's really disheartening. Because most of the people that had comments, they were black. Most of the people that had these ridiculous comments, they were black. And I'm like, do you see how this thing has turned us against one another simply because I don't choose to catch the bus you catch?
1: And not ridiculous comments because, again, we don't want to fall into the trap. Thank you, Daddy. That's why I said don't we let don't me do We don't want to it. fall into the trap. It makes sense why their comments would be yeah. that way because that's the way they've been taught. So there's nothing ridiculous about it. It's just overly judgmental. Thank you. And what happens is we use words like stupid, ridiculous, dumb, because we're sometimes— Not patient enough to take the time to find the sufficient word that plays into it. And then we'll say, that's the problem with the world. It's too politically correct. No, the problem of the world is that it's impolite.
0: Because what happens if you work with somebody, right? What happens if I come into work and you and I, we work at the phone company? Your name is Tommy. My name is Monique. We never discuss religion. We never discuss what we believe in, but we develop this friendship and we just dig each other as people. What happens then the moment you say, oh, you know what, Monique? I don't believe in God. Do, that, do I then automatically say, oh, I can't deal with you, sister, because now you don't believe in God and that's just you going to hell? But since I've been knowing you for two years and we've never discussed religion, you've been one of the best people I've ever met. You've been right there through it all when it was good days, when it was bad days. You pick my children up. I picked your children up. W- whatever it was, we got down for each other. But the moment you say, I don't catch that bus. Do I now supposed to stop loving you? Do you now supposed to stop loving me? But because we're so caught up in these labels and titles, I'm a Christian, I'm a Jew, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Baptist, I'm a Buddhist, and because I'm all these things, that determines whether or not I can deal with you as a person. In my humble opinion, I think that's what keeps us divided. I think that's what keeps us separated. And I want to finish this, Daddy, if I may, because, again, it made me say, Sis, do you understand what you're pouring out and where do you find love in anything that you're pouring out. And I don't want to judge this woman. I don't. So that's why I said I wanted to do it on the show to let y'all hear it and see what you think. And you can actually also go to the Instagram page at The Real More Worldwide to see it for yourself. But she keeps going. And I got to give her credit because she came back with, I know it was harsh to say it was stupidity. But the devil is stupid, and he sometimes leads us to do stupid things. Not I apologize for it. I'm going to blame it on the devil. The devil. Like you were saying earlier. I will, I take your advice, and I will be more mindful of how it's coming across in my writing. If we were face-to-face or talking, you would hear my heart and spirit. Now, if we were face to face and you got to saying shit to me like how stupid you thought we were, how foolish. Well probably
1: that probably wouldn't go down like that because what happens is, you know, these forms of communications, they create what you call email thugs. Come on. You know? And they 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 keyboard warriors. And (laughs) they 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 they, they, did that. Yeah. And and it doesn't matter if we sitting there telling our kids don't be bullied through email, don't be bullied online. But you know, then you see an individual that is claiming to be a Christian that is bullying in their spirit. And the thing about it is, it's not the Christians, it's not the people who are of any faith that. Uh, uh, it's not the faith that is the difficulty. It's the people inside of the faith. And then Mm -hmm. once you start listening closely to what's transpiring, this woman not only had a problem with us, but she had problems with the Christian pastors too. So now there's a problem with the way they are being Christians. (laughs) Okay? So now you start seeing the craziest stuff where... People are mad. People are mad, and say it's us against this country over here. Mm. Okay, it's us against this country over here. We got a problem with yeah. Russia. Okay, then when we go internally, there's somebody that's in Dallas shooting up the police. There's right. somebody in uh, 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 different places doing something to somebody somewhere. Right. And then we start breaking it down and saying it can go all the way into our house sometimes. From I'm mad at them to it's New York against the South, hip-hop, West Coast. Now we beefing, okay? Then and now all of a sudden, the same people that you was beefing against, you beefing with somebody in your neighborhood. And then you went in the house to tell your brother about it, but now your brother and you, y'all beefing because you ate his shrimp fried rice. A whole lot of goddamn beefing. It's a whole lot of beefing where the reality is it's not any group against any group. It is us against us. Mm. It's us against us, and we decoy everything or a lot of things under your parents, under your religion, under, you know, the way your sexuality when the reality is when we escape these bodies that we're in, we're energy. This thing that people call death will be an energy transferal into another state. And you're going to take that energy with you. And you might in your next life, the very one who ridiculed people about, I don't see how you could be in a dress. Well, your energy, and it might be masculine here, may get put inside of a female next time around. Mm. What happened? What because happened? that is what has happened to individuals in this life. When you say there are human beings out here who are hermaphrodites, and you don't know what you going to do. Is it going to be his penis? Is it going to be the vagina? And now the parents made a decision about the child when he's too or she's early in her life and it hasn't been decided by them but they make the decision Mm. now they walking around feeling like a guy but because they wanted a girl now it's a girl that's saying that this has nothing to do with someone being a sinner this has something to do with the spirit of who they are And if the spirit of who individuals are was not supposed to be what it was, then it wouldn't be that. And the worst thing we can do is allow someone or people to uh, make us go through this life and be afraid to be who we really are. Because you really didn't live this life. You just barely survived it. You just existed until it was your time to resign.
0: And that's a promise that I've made to myself, because there was a time that you do things and you act a certain way because that's how you were taught, and you don't want to do anything different. I've been in an open marriage in every goddamn marriage I've had, and every last one I've had just wasn't courageous enough to say to those other two people, "This is how I'm feeling." Let's have a. And I'm sure, I'm sure they were very open with themselves too, because we didn't like each other that much. So I'm sure everybody was in some open shit, but we just weren't brave enough to say, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm dealing with. And once Sydney and I did get together, it's like, listen, I want to live my truth. I want to live... I want to really enjoy this journey. I really want to be in a place where when I do take my last breaths, I can say, God damn it, what an amazing time I had on this ride. Not get there to the last breaths, and now you're full of goddamn regrets, and you can't say it out loud because even as you're taking your last breaths, you're too scared with the... People that's gonna be left here, what they gonna think about me. If y'all choose to keep on wanting to live this locked up in-prison lifestyle over something that was beat into us, that is totally up to y'all.
1: Well, then you're gonna just hand them their religion like it's all raggedy. No, Daddy. Yeah, if you gonna live this yeah. beat up lifestyle, it's what? like again. If you are going to choose to live the way that you live. With the understanding that this information was beaten to us as African-Americans. And if you look up, you can find comments where people who are Caucasian will say, I don't understand how people of color can be so into God because the very people
0: that overtook them, they're praying to their God. And that's people, my loves. That have no skin in the game. And those are our white brothers and sisters that are saying that. Those are our white brothers and sisters that are saying, "How do, how did this race of people start worshiping someone that looks like me? That beat them into it, but they show up in droves, like they like they getting something for free. And on top of that, then they got us paying for it.
1: And ironically." If you talk to someone who is of the Islamic faith, who is of the Buddhist faith, who is an atheist, who is a Christian, who is the Jehovah's Witness, they can all tell you about the blessings that they've had in their life, and they can tell you about the tough times that they've had in their life. There was uh, a news uh, uh, um, report, and Wolf Blitzer was reporting on these tornadoes that had taken place and there was only one lady in the neighborhood whose house was not destroyed and everyone else as you looked around was their houses were decimated and Wolf said how does it feel being the only one in the neighborhood whose house didn't get destroyed I know you must thank God and she looked the wolf blitzer and said, well, actually, I'm an atheist. So someone would say, if your God, because there's a level of credit that you don't even give your own God, as being able to love people who are not in the religion. If your God had an issue with someone being an atheist, and your God is the creator of all and decided that, how would you explain this atheist not getting their house destroyed? Or could it simply be
0: her house wasn't in the way of the storm? Right. But we've been conditioned to put everything to God or put everything to the devil. And, you know, our 10-year-old son, David, came in our room, and he said, you know what, Mommy? Out of nowhere, he said, Santa Claus is to make children be good, and Jesus Christ is to make adults be good. Now, you're looking at this 10-year-old baby saying, you figured it out. You figured it out, because just as magical as Santa Claus is, is just as magical as Jesus Christ is because we've never seen either one of them. And with Santa Claus, what do you tell a baby? If you don't be good, you won't get nothing for Christmas.
1: But ironically, they're both white men with long hair and blue eyes. (laughs) Okay,
0: now (laughs) goddamn. Okay. But do we see how that works out? If you're not good, you won't get no gifts. If you're not good, you won't go to heaven. Do y'all see how we get locked up into... Just into, and I don't know to call it trickery because, again, I don't want to knock with Locked
1: Locked into things that when we look deeper, harder, and closer at them, we see that their origins are not based upon fact. They're based upon what someone else had commented on. And the very origins... Again, as Brother Jeremiah, we will have him on the show. We'll say he could find 12 other religions that preceded Christianity that had the same origins that we're talking about, the same uh, Noah stories, the same flood stories. They exist in other religions and cultures. We just put names on them where we call Adam the first man but the Anunnaki called the Adamu the first man. But this this uh, uh, the Anunnaki, alleged you came to have come around hundreds and thousands of years before Jesus, and again created mankind with the help of Ninma. Listen to the name Ninma, M A H. And what do you call your mother? Ma. Ma. Ninma, who was a geneticist, a geneticist, and when they talk about the story of Noah, which at that time they refer to him as the Sudra, no one seems to be able to understand how Noah could get all the animals on the ark. But when you hear them explain it, they say, oh, it's very easy when you put the DNA in test tubes. That's what geneticists do. So, this is not to say that that's what it is. This is to say that this is a story that preceded the story of Jesus. And the very dynamics of that story are put into the Bible by authors who you don't even know their last name. Job who? What Job is Job Jenkins. Mm-mm. Peter who? Nope. Moses, Peter Moses. But but who's Moses then? Moses Peter. Got you. Okay. So it's one of those things where this is not to say what you're believing in is not real. It's to say that there are dynamics of it that can be in question. And because that's the case and because it's your faith, understand that because there are things that can be questioned, there are things that would make you say... Let me not try to force something that I don't know as being fact, but it's what I believe in on other people. Why do I need other people to be a part of what I am doing? Come on. Why? Why? Because how do you benefit if you bring people to your church? How do you benefit? Do you get points? Or does the pastor get <laughs> that money? Or does the pastor get more tithes? <laughs> My daddy said points. Do so you get points? <laughs> so, you know, you might get like miles, rewards, points. They got you know, bring a friend to church, points, and you know, they gonna
0: give you a little scratcher for every friend that you bring. You know, here's what I find. Here's what I find interesting, because sometimes when you're flicking through the channels we'll flick into a church show and i have not heard one of them speak of love i've not i've not heard one of them speak of love i've heard all of them speak about you'll be blessed according to the money that you give be a giver 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 and i'm like wait a minute y'all how come nobody's talking about how to teach us generational wealth How come nobody's talking about building up these neighborhoods again? How come nobody's talking about getting an educational system where we don't have to rely on this one because we know it's not working, especially for our children? But what I keep hearing is, how much money can you give? How many checks can you write? And that's the part where I look at us and say, are we this damn gullible? Are we this damn naive? Because when you say to me, how much money can you give, but then you can't send your baby to college? When you say, I've always been a tither, but you can't bury your mother or father when they die, and you got to go around begging for money and asking somebody, can they help you? This is just my humble opinion. That 10% that you're tithing and you're saying, I need a blessing, this is just my humble opinion. It's nobody's law. Take that same 10% and create generational wealth for your family. Take that same 10% and you say, if we put this 10% away, then when we're gone, the ones coming behind us, they get a fair start. They be able to say, you know what? Well, this is what was left. Normally, when we die, we leave debt. Normally, when we go away from here, we leave our families in a situation where we're trying to play catch up. Now, I don't know if this is true for all because it's unfair for me to say, but I do know of a church in Baltimore because I was there when it happened. And this woman, she went to church every. Damn, Sunday, she went to Saturday church, she went to Wednesday Bible study, she went to Monday retreat, baby, she was just in church. And when she died, because they could not find her tithing record, let me say it again, when she died, because they could not find her tithing record, they could not perform the funeral Now, I was there for that. Nobody told me that. I was there. I watched that girl's mother cry and say, I can't believe they're not going to bury my baby. So And again, this is not
1: in reference to the Christian faith. These Mm -hmm. are the human beings inside of it because the Christian faith is the faith. And it was written by individuals who said that it was inspired by God. But I just wonder... The individual who wrote the first story about the snake coming to Eve and having the conversation and then he showed it to his boy and his boy was like, so you saying the snake was talking? Talking to her. He was talking to her. <laughs> you wonder, did the people who wrote it then have people believe in it and the way that folks do so adamantly now? And if... They believed in what it was that they were writing. Why ever would there be a need for it to change when those people were closer to that time? But someone will give you an excuse as to why it was changed, because now the new version speaks about grace. Well, if it speaks about grace, then let you you then act like it's about grace. So have some grace when someone says, I'm disinterested. And what, you going to hell. Well, I thought it talked about grace now. Mm. So where's the grace? Why do I have to go to hell? Because I don't believe what it is that you've bought into. I don't believe what you've bought into. And again, sometimes it's kind of like when an individual uses a pseudonym to kind of get it past you, uh, 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 a name that really to disguise it. And you say. When you look at the word, and you read what you read, the word Bible, B-I-B-L-E, and say it slow, say it slow. full. Will you? Bible. Will you? Will, will you? Or won't you? <laughs> <laughs> will you or won't you? And this is not again to speak about what you're doing is not. Right, but when you speak in reference to, what does G, I mean, J-E-S-U-S spell? But spell it, you say Jesus, yes, and some would say Jesus. But if we slow that down and say it phonetically, what does it say? Just us. Just us. It's just us. Don't you find that ironic that the very name of the individual that you send your prayers to, when you slow it down, it goes back to, you should not be, you may consider not giving your problems to God. You should probably give them to yourself because the ones that created it are just us. We've created them so we can get ourselves out of them. Mama, looking at my Gucci, it's about that time.
0: Ah, walking down the street, I'm going to bust my rhyme. Come on. Okay, I saw you look up, Paulette, like, what song is that? That's our song. Okay, that song is coming out in 2018. That's Sconee D. Come on, then. D, circa 1984. Three I don't know school That's all right, baby. Looking t- at my Gucci, it's about that time. Walking down the street, I'm going to bust my rhymes. shut baby. Come on. Daddy, you don't just stop me. I the don't have to stop you, baby, because now so, the timekeeper's keeping
1: the time. Tell them about what's going down well, with you. You know what? We want to
0: thank y'all, though, for listening to the show. We want to thank y'all, baby, because this was a show that we felt like needed to be done. Are you a spiritual terrorist? And we hope that if you listen to the show and you figured yourself out to be one, Stop it.
1: Stop it. And to take a note from the wonderful Regina Fang at CBS Podcasts, help us out with all these things and notes and everything else that goes along with it, where are we located so we can tell them to tune in at that spot and then tell a friend to tune in to it so we can say it out
0: loud? CBS Podcast. Go to play.it and click on Monique and Sydney's open relationship. You can listen to every last show. And like my daddy said, tell a friend, tell another friend, and then tell two more friends. Tell them where you gonna be while you at. It. This weekend, baby, if y'all are in Arlington, Texas, I will be at the improv July twenty 20- July 29th and July 30th, and then August the 5th and August 6th, we will be in Birmingham, Alabama at the Stardome. Now, I'm excited about all of it, but the Stardome is the first time I've played there. Bam. So I can't wait to do it, baby. So y'all come on out. And also, if you want to see a real good movie... If you want to see a real good movie, don't have no whole lot of shootouts, no special car chases, no Hollywood blow-ups. This is just a real movie in your face. Make sure you go to flickspremiere.com and download Interwoven. It's a film with myself, uh, Miles Cranford, and an amazing cast of people. Directed by Brother V.W., written by V.W. and his beautiful wife, Wynne. V.W. Sheck, just to be exact,
1: and Win Lee who executive produced it with Monique and I. So I just want to help y'all with V.W. Shack.
0: I want to thank you for coming in you with it, Daddy, because, you know, I keep calling him Shrek. And don't that's not it, Daddy. So y'all go to FlixPremiere.com and click on that. The movie is just $4.99, baby. We promise you, it's one of those ones you don't want to miss. So we want to thank y'all for listening to us today. Thank you for tuning in. And as my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. Mwah.